Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 157. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing all awareness to this now moment. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing and intend to stay in the heart. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to offer a sort of energy check in to sort of touch base and check in to see how everybody's feeling or to ask you rather. There are big changes happening in a short amount of time. So there are these moments where it seems as if we're suspended in time, as if not much is going on or we've reached the sort of end of a journey, meaning what do we do next? I would love to believe those feelings are the indicator that we are on the brink of a manifestation. We have been doing a lot of inner work, not only gathering here on the podcast, but in your own life. You've been doing so much work, I've been doing so much work, and sometimes it doesn't seem as though you will receive any effect of that work. But that's not the case. This is a vibrational universe, and there are laws here. And one of those laws would remind us that as we alter the inner world, the outer must reflect it. So we have been doing the alterations within that I'm expecting to see the results of. And I do have glimpses, generally speaking, I I'm pretty content and satisfied or checked out and what's the other word when you're sort of done trying. (laughs) So I'm either content or I gave up. I don't know if there's a difference, but I'm content. And the more I continue along this journey, the less I want, the less I feel the need to change or even fix anything. So let's bring awareness again to the breath. Breathe. You can always set your own clear intention to receive any clarity or guidance you are seeking. Please always use your discernment. Only ever take the information that resonates in your heart space. Yes. this energy check-in, we will scan the mind, body, and spirit and align, well, our intention is to align these three aspects of self. It might be worthy to mention that we are in a new moon energy, and that's exactly the mood that this moon brings. New moon energy can bring a feeling of what do I do next? I'm not sure which way to go. 
Nothing's really happening. Nothing's moving. Things seem slow or stagnant. So we want to reinterpret the feeling of I'm at an end or I don't know what to do next. You're not supposed to. We are sort of in a reset right now with the new moon energy, which is the beginning of the, I believe, don't quote me, but I believe the new moon is the first moon after the fullest moon of the cycle and it begins the 13 phases all over again. So the new moon, again, I'm not sure, but I think it might be the last phase right before we go into the first phase since there are 13 phases of the moon. So keep that in mind that you really shouldn't be so hard on yourself if you're not sure what direction to go in next or even what you want to do. We want to trust that those things will be revealed in divine time. So what should we do there? We should prepare to prepare. As Abraham would say, get ready to get ready, meaning do your vibrational work as we are until the breadcrumb rises or the inspiration to lead us in a direction. So it's okay to feel stagnant and suspended in time and space. That's exactly what the new moon energy should feel like. So if you are feeling that, you're hypersensitive. You are super psychic, we'll say. Let us begin with the body first. Let us call on our I Am Presence and ask that it be with us now. And from an aerial view in the mind's eye, let us scan the body starting at the top of the head or the crown. Going all the way down past the throat, shoulders, heart, solar plexus, root, thighs, calf, feet, toes. And in that scan, we are going to ask the I Am Presence to show us any distortions or densities that needs our attention, meaning some density serves you. We're coming from the perspective of neutrality, so we're not scanning to release or even cut negative out of our experience. We're asking the I Am Presence to show us what should be dissolved or removed from our experience in regards to the body. So as we're scanning the body, you might see sort of dust or fogginess in an area of the body. That would be the area that is asking for our attention. Once it has gotten your attention, you can ask the I Am Presence to activate the electric bell or the violet flame in that area of the body. And in the next three breaths, we will complete the scan of the body and then ask the I Am Presence to activate the electric bell or violet flame, dissolving all discord energy. Next three breaths, breathe.
We will thank the I Am Presence in the Violet Flame for purifying the vessel and putting it back in perfect alignment. Next, we will scan the mind. When we refer to mind, we are not referring to the brain. We are referring to the intelligence that governs all things. What does this mean? That sounds like the I Am Presence. It is the I Am Presence fragmented as the oversoul or watcher of your individualized vessel. So your mind is the I Am Presence that governs all things. It's the intelligence that grows the grass and also beats your heart. So when we scan the mind, we want to ask the I Am Presence to show us where we are tipping the scale away from our well-being and the highest good of all. Meaning we are polarizing beings. We have preferences and desires. And those preferences and desires lead us in specific directions. We want to ask the I Am Presence to show us what choices we can make or what thought we can choose that can tip the scale back into equilibrium or balance. Let me also remind us all, you may not get the response right away. So for some of you, if you're not seeing anything to dissolve in your scan, it doesn't mean there's not anything there. It just means wait and maybe you'll receive it later, maybe after the episode. So as we are asking the I Am Presence to scan the mind, we are specifically asking to be shown any polarizations that we have created by choosing the direction away from our well-being and ask that it be neutralized and we be shown which direction we should focus in next so that we can polarize the scale in the direction of our favor. Ask your I Am Presence to scan the mind and to show you the polarizations we have created with our most dominant thoughts and ask that it show you the thoughts, feelings, or emotions that we should focus on next so that we can polarize the scale and put it back in equilibrium and balance. In the next three breaths, ask the I Am Presence to scan the mind. We will thank the I Am Presence for scanning the mind and showing us any polarizations we have created and being in gratitude for being shown which direction we should focus in next. As we scan the spirit or the soul, coming from the idea that we are a mind-body-soul construct, we want to imagine the soul is the cocoon that holds the mind, that holds the body. Soul would be your mind not fragmented in oneness with its creator. It's still individualized from our perspective because it's overseeing your journey. But from where we are, your soul is my soul. So we want to ask the soul, 
Rather, we want to ask the I Am Presence to scan the soul. This scan will be a little different because the soul will never give us anything to overcome, or to dissolve, or clear, or even fix. It sees everything in divine perfection because it knows that we are here gathering data, and everything serves our purpose, the highest good. But we sometimes drift away from the highest good, and we make decisions based off of a five sensorial experience. We use our five senses. So when we are scanning. The soul, we would ask the I Am Presence to scan the soul in a way that shows us where we are creating a tug of war, where we are trying to override the guidance of spirit or soul and refer to the guidance of the five senses instead. So let's ask our I Am Presence to scan our soul and ask that it please show us the. Imbalance we are creating by overriding the guidance and referring to the five senses instead. So I am presence. Scan the soul. Show us where we have created an imbalance, where we are overutilizing the five senses, where we would—it's the intention, where we intend to refer to spirit or intuitive guidance instead. In the next three breaths, ask your I Am Presence to scan your spirit or soul, showing you any imbalance we have created by overriding the guidance and referring to the five senses instead. And ask that the five senses be neutralized in a way that it gives in and it surrenders to the guidance of the soul or the spirit. Yes. Breathe. Thank the I Am Presence for scanning the soul or spirit, showing us any imbalance we have created by overriding the spirit and referring to the guidance of the five senses instead. And thank you, I Am Presence, for neutralizing the five senses, allowing it to give in and surrender to the only will that will be done here, and that is the will of the Creator. And in that, we can set an intention to give our free will to the Holy Spirit or the I Am Presence. If you feel guided, we can't tell you to do this. We would just remind you: you are eventually going to do this, so you can participate in the inevitable right now, before it inevitably happens. Breathe. When we came to the end of the third scan of the soul or the spirit, I immediately felt guided to say that this is a three-day process, and we are initiating it right now. But the calibration is happening at a frequency level, so we say three days because you won't maybe get the knowingness that anything has even happened because it's starting at the soul level. And if we are a triad, the mind-body-soul construct, doesn't it seem logical now why we would feel guided to say this is a three-day process? And it's not so much day as in time; it's energetically speaking, the essence you'll call it. It don't have to literally mean three days, 
we just mean within these three days expect to see the evidence of the calibration that we just participated in. With that said, I don't feel guided to speak anymore about that because I want to trust that God heard our words and trust that the I am presence will see to it that our clear intentions are fulfilled. So that's that's that. <laughs> that's that. Now as we move forward with the idea of energy check-in, I just feel guided to sort of vent or touch base on a couple subjects. The first one being, let me get in my heart space first, because <laughs> it's really irritating. There are still impersonators on TikTok pretending to be me. I have reported, I'm not exaggerating, I think five profiles. I really think five. And I thought it was all fine and dandy that the reports got honored. I saw one of the more thriving impersonator accounts got taken down, so I was under the assumption that it got taken care of. Today, I was contacted by one of our soul family, and they let me know they were contacted by an impersonator profile. For those of you that hear this, if you feel guided, I don't want to put too much focus on that person or being who's ever doing that, but what am I trying to say here? I would appreciate if you do report the profiles should you come across them. Now, they make subtle differences to the name. This new profile that I would appreciate if you reported is my name, Asiel the Oracle, and the only thing that's different is they put a period right in front of the A. So you will not even maybe get it. You might miss it if you're not really observant or pay attention to detail. So it's my name, except there's a period right in front, which is not my name. Furthermore, I don't know how many followers we have today, but close to 7,000. It's like 6,000 something. I would love for people, not you specifically, generally speaking, to use their common sense. If you see a profile that has no followers or one or two, it's probably not me. And for those of you that have come to know me a little bit more, you know it's just out of my character to reach out. <laughs> and I know that's sort of bittersweet, but it is just the truth. I hardly initiate contact. And I will never reach out and offer a reading asking for money. That's backwards. So I want to send them love and forgiveness. I'm not angry. It's irritating. But that's my lesson. To stop letting the little things get to you. And look what happens when you let little things get to you. You get irritated. So I send them love. And I do claim divine justice for myself and any beings that can benefit from it now. Yes. And why am I so irritated about it? I'm not so much irritated anymore. It's not an active vibration. It was irritating because from, I'm going to be honest, just from an ego perspective, it's just tarnishing my name. And I really don't care how I'm perceived. It just hurts my heart to know that they might be contacting people who I love, some of the soul family. 
and that just don't feel good. It's making not even me. It's just putting a bad sort of aura around that name. So I am really protective over Ossiel, but I know I don't need to because everything's okay. There's no problem here. But yes, it was a little irritating. So Ossiel the Oracle with the period right in front is an impersonator. It's not me. <laughs> Secondly, I do want to thank those of you who have purchased the Ethereal Doorway Oracle deck. I don't know what else to say except thank you. I am I'm filled with appreciation. Really, it, it's, a, it's just a, a beautiful feeling to know that I have support and people who love me who are not even my family. I'm, I'm appreciative for all of the supporters, but it kind of makes me sad <laughs> because most of my supporters are not my people, not my family, but you are my family. You're my soul family. So thank you so much for supporting and purchasing the Oracle deck if you did. Thank you very much. Please let me know if you did purchase it. You can just email me or text me for those of you that have my number and just let me know you purchased. And when I get my copy, we will offer you a reading using that deck. What else should we touch on? We are beginning the, I don't know if it's consistently, not very consistent. If I'm consistent about one thing, it's not being consistent. And I sort of stand in that. I got to own it. I'm trying to be better and honor my word and do what I say. But I also don't feel guilty for trusting how I feel if it sometimes counteracts what I said. I've said it many times, if I say I'm going to do something, I don't care if it's at the last second, if it don't feel good, I'm going to pull out. I have no problem flaking. I want to be better, but I don't see it as a problem. So I will set the intention to be more honoring of my word and consistent with what I say I'm going to do, or I'm just not going to say I'm going to do things. I'm going to stop holding myself to an expectation and not get mad if I don't fulfill it. (laughs) So with all that said, I do have an intention to begin the mystery readings every Monday. I'm not sure what time yet, but it's feeling like mystery Mondays might be the day. It's a good day as well to set a new intention for the week and to sort of reground and anchor. So look for me on TikTok Live every Monday, starting Monday. I'm just not sure what time. For those of you not familiar with the mystery reading, I just sort of started it. But I use a dice where we roll it one time, and that first roll lets us know how many decks to grab. I grab them randomly. That's why it's mystery. And the second time we roll it will let us know how many cards to pick from each deck. The first time we did a mystery reading, we rolled 10 and 10. 10 decks with 10 cards. It was a 100 card reading. We did use 10 decks, but towards the end, we 
didn't grab 10 cards from each deck, we used 10 cards collectively, meaning 10 cards from all five. But um, it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It was um, more, what am I saying? Like I, I was surprised that each reading was standalone from each deck, but they also blended. They were a harmonious, cohesive story. So it was really uh, magical to experience. And thank you for those of you that were there. And um, I'll see you at the next one, maybe. With that said, I just want to send you all love and let you know that I am appreciative for you being on Earth because I know that you have a very specific role here as we are in a pivotal point of development. So thank you for coming to Earth. Thank you for doing your work. Thank you for accepting the role that was assigned by God, Source, or the I Am. And just thank you for seeing me in light and supporting me and loving me even when I don't feel lovable. I really appreciate you. I have never met a group of beings that I felt so much love from and I have connected with a lot of people during my time here. (laughs) So thank you. You each hold a special place in my heart. And I am eternally grateful for you. I ask that God bless you now and always, in all timelines, in all directions, in all realms of existence. Yes. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share a final message using the Starseed Oracle deck. This deck was a gift from our soul family, Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I really love this deck. We will be referring to the guidebook as the description is not very long and the message on the card would invite us to be guided because it can take us anywhere. So let's breathe and receive the final message. Message is child of the cosmos, the intelligence of the universe lies within you. There's a mysterious force that governs all of life, an intelligence that tells flowers when to bloom and the tides and seasons when to come and go. That intelligence is within you too. It was there before you drew your first breath and it will be there well beyond your last. It's the part of you that informed every cell what to do when you were in your mother's womb. It's harder to resist this force than it is to surrender to it. Because Earth is a planet of polarity and free will, it's easy to forget that this intelligence exists within us. So often we become disconnected from the pulse of life and fall into the pattern of believing that we're separate, our feeling that we need to go at it alone. We can feel isolated and as if we need to figure things out for ourselves to rely on our own strength. You're being called to remember the intelligence that's within each and every one of yourselves. To remember that you're a precious child of a loving, gentle universe. 
that you have access to all of the intelligence, wisdom, strength, flow, and qualities that ever were, are, or will be. And to remember that if flowers know exactly when and how to bloom, then you do too. We will leave you with the final inquiry to ask yourself. How can I surrender more deeply to the intelligent flow of life?